This is Faith. And this is Addie. And you are listening to Mama Bear Connects. Today, we are going to be talking about boundaries and how to set healthy boundaries and how to recognize where you need to be placing healthy boundaries. So we're going to start off with a quote from Brenny Brown. I think that's how you say his name, Brenny. Uh, It says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. And we'll post this um, picture on our social media so that you guys can see this um, photo along with it. So that was uh, a quote that really stood out to me and I wanted to share with everybody just because I feel like a good majority of us end up um, allowing to let other people kind of dictate and determine which way our lives and our happiness goes. And that's where we find the importance of sharing this episode with everybody and the importance of, um, being aware of your teenagers and making sure that they're setting healthy boundaries. <clears throat> so Addie, When you hear the word boundary, what does it make you think of? Um, When I hear the word boundary, I usually think of like, it's like a wall, I guess. It's not really a wall that keeps you from people, but it's something your own personal being has. And people, it's something people need to respect and something you also need to respect. It's a very big deal. Yes. I like that. So, as a parent, um, especially this last year, just watching our kids grow up and and get older and getting close to adulthood, we have really noticed kind of a shift in our role as parents. And one thing that we didn't recognize, I don't think, especially with um, Addie and her friendship, she's very social and outgoing. And because she is so emotionally invested with all of her friends, we didn't see that there was one big important piece in her relationships with her friends um, that was missing. And so we... uh, really have taken inventory on that and want to make sure that we share what we've learned with everybody so that they can be more aware and watch for signs of boundaries needing to be set up with their kids and their friends. So for example, um, Addie has had a lot of friends that have gone through really hard hard, hard life things. And Addie has also gone through some really hard life things as well. And Addie is the type of person that she wants to help people feel better and she wants to help their situation um, improve. And so with that, she was not knowingly taking on um, other people's emotions and energy. And that was kind of the beginning of where she started to uh, tumble a little bit. So, Addie, do you um, have any insight, any thoughts on areas that in the last year or so that you've learned with where your boundaries 
should have been set or um, where you're working on building boundaries now? Um, so with my friendships, I like what you were saying, I was more worried about them and helping them get better instead of myself. And it ended up taking a really big toll on me because I wasn't as worried about myself as I should have been. And I wasn't aware that I am important also. And I learned that throughout this past year. But um, I learned it was very important to set boundaries to be available to help people, but also be available for myself and to take time for myself because if you don't appreciate yourself and care about yourself, then it's not gonna end well. And I'm still working on that because I am very sympathetic and empathetic. So I am working on it, but I know for, for a fact I'm getting better because I feel better about myself. I feel better in general and just knowing the difference between helping people and not being for your being there for yourself also is very important yeah do you have any suggestions for any parents or teenagers that are listening to this or um how you have been setting healthy boundaries what's an example of one of your boundaries so if let's say one of my friends is going through a hard time and they come to me, hey, Addie, can you help me out with this? Then I will tell them I'm there for them. I will talk to them. But it's not something for me to take on as my own. And like what my therapist told me is if they really need professional help, then go to her, not me. Because I am not their therapist, but I can be their friend. Yes. I loved when your therapist said that. Mm-hmm. That really made me happy um, to hear that input from therapists (laughs) so one thing um that i think as a parent is we don't really see even with a really open and good relationship um that we have the connection that we have there were still pieces that i was missing and that um, my husband was missing as well and, um, and, and we didn't notice things until uh, it was too late, until we were in a scary position and trying to ensure uh, everyone was safe at all times. And so uh, that is definitely one thing as a parent is I'm trying to make sure that Addie and her friends all understand the healthy or the the dynamic of what healthy boundaries mean. Um, So for healthy boundaries to be set, I think you have to be aware of your situations at all times and be aware of the types of people that you have around you. And just kind of a reminder for everybody, we're just sharing our life experience. We don't have any degrees in any sort of psychology or anything like that. It's just, this is our life experience and this is what we have learned over the years. So um, please remember that as we're talking, if you ever have anything that you ever need to talk to a doctor about, 
um, please do. Like Addie said, um, her therapist told her, I'm here as your friend, not your therapist. So um, please, please, we highly, highly suggest going to therapy if it's needed. Um, and if anything at any point um, makes you feel like, no, maybe that wouldn't be a bad idea, we will fully support you and love you along the way because it is a great, amazing thing for you to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because mental health is just as important as physical health. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So <clears throat> I had a list and I... I'm struggling to find my list. So I'm just going to say a couple of things. Um, there are so many benefits to setting healthy boundaries. Um, one of them being you have more compassion for yourself. Mm-hmm. You are able to allow yourself to take time for yourself, which is so important. I had... A few years ago, I had a neighbor ask me um, if I, or what kinds of things that I did for fun. And I just looked at her like, what do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't have any hobbies. I don't have fun, you know? And that was kind of a wake up, a wake up point for me. (laughs) Um, I realized the importance of me having hobbies and having things for me and So that made me kind of look to see where I needed to set boundaries so that I could take time for myself and find what I enjoyed doing. So um, taking time to really like think of things that you enjoy or that you enjoyed as a child. I went on a retreat a couple of weeks ago and one thing I loved as a kid was to be out in the rain and playing in the rain. And at my retreat, it was raining. We were up in the mountains and we, um, it was beautiful. The, The air was still warm. The rain was warm. So I threw on my awesome clear raincoat with sequins in the hood and pockets all make sure to show a video of this um, on our social media. But me and one of the other girls were out jumping on the trampoline in the rain. And it was just so much fun. And I think we forget as adults that it's okay. We can have fun and it's fine. Like who cares what other people might think. And you know, for all you know, you're inspiring another adult to let loose and have some fun so I'm always doing things like that like playing the lava game at work we have little different colors of squares of carpet and so I'll jump and pretend one of the colors is lava or things like that just fun things that I always loved as a kid just being goofy and fun and I forgot about that as an adult and so don't don't let your adulting take away from your ability to have fun and be a kid again because it's we have this one life and you you have to enjoy the one life that you're in and so have fun and mm-hmm. enjoy it um so Addie 
If you set boundaries, how do you think that would give you a feeling of peace and safety? If you set boundaries, um, let's see. It would give you the feeling of like, okay, I know what I need to respect myself and I know what other people need to respect for me to be safe in my own body and know that I'll be okay and just have different ways of maintaining a good mental health and just being safe overall because you know what you want and you know what you don't want and that is very important to have like a yeah just having a boundary of it and communicating it mm-hmm. and sharing it with people let's say if you had a friend and you really loved hanging out with them but sometimes they weren't always the best for you it's okay if you need to take a break from them it's okay to have space because it's what you need and having a boundary with that is very important or else it like bad things will happen and so it's important to give yourself space from others and give yourself space from different things but not in a salty way. Yeah, not don't be salty about it. You can just be like, I'm just going to take some time to myself to regenerate, like recharge myself. Because personally, I am very social, very outgoing all the time. But sometimes I just need to hang out in my room, be alone. And then I'll go out the next day and just be with a bunch of people. And then a couple days later, I have to recharge again. And that's okay because that's what's helpful for you but make sure that you aren't just isolating yourself completely because that does not go well no it does not yeah uh and and recognize the things that you do need to set boundaries um for you teenagers that are listening in it's okay if you have a group of friends and there's three that you don't like that's fine it's okay don't beat yourself up for that don't treat them like garbage but don't beat yourself up because you you don't have to like everybody and everybody doesn't have to like you. Mm-hmm. And um, you just have to make sure that you're clear in your communication with people, whether that's your parents, whether that's your children, whether that's with friends, anything, making sure that you set those boundaries and, and communicating those boundaries that's where it's important and that's that's how people are going to know they can't read your mind mm-hmm. um, with how you're feeling. <clears throat> so we're going to take a quick little break, but we'll be right back in just a few after this message. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we wanted to talk about uh, codependency because that fits in really well with boundary making. And on um, the bridge to recovery.com, there was an article about codependency that I really liked, and it, it gave me a lot of insight on myself and um, how I can improve my boundaries with others. 
And one of the big, um, there's survival behaviors that start to show up, whether it's um, compulsive caretaking, scapegoating, controlling, people pleasing, uh, approval seeking. Um, all of those are classic examples of being a codependent. It's hard because they're habits. It's a habit loop that starts in childhood and just goes into adulthood, but you're incapable of, it, it doesn't work anymore as an adult. So you just kind of, you have to be more aware of those things and, and learn how to handle it so that you can set those boundaries with people around you. And having personal boundaries is quite important and knowing where you stand for yourself, because if you don't set boundaries for yourself, then people aren't going to know where your boundaries are. So you, if you don't like a certain word, or if you don't like to um, hear people screaming or whatever your boundary might be, if you don't communicate that with people, nobody's going to know. They can't know and they'll never know how to treat you if you don't know how to treat yourself. And so creating that personal boundary and then communicating that is going to be huge in improving um, the codependency for others. Um, it's not your job to help other people feel better. You can lead them. You can be there for them. Yep. Point them in the right direction. Uh, but it is not your job as a friend or a partner or a spouse or a parent to be the person that keeps them going. That's not fair to you. And it's not fair to them because they're not going to learn their own personal boundaries for them to grow on. Yeah. And the only person that can make yourself feel better is yourself. Other people can be there to help you and to guide you, but you are truly the only one who can help you get into a happy place. Yes. So, Addie, as um, a teenager that you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure am. You are. You're a teenager. Um, what... Uh, situations have you been in personally that you needed whether it's at a party or um, with other friends or anything like that has there been a time in your life that you've needed to set boundaries and put yourself in an uncomfortable situation by sticking to them yes actually I was at a New Year's party and um it was fun at first that we were playing games, listening to music, having snacks and stuff like that. And we were at a little clubhouse and it was just me and some friends. And um, then things started not going very well. There were kids doing bad stuff in the bathroom. Um, they were playing not so great games. And so we were like, um, I was with my friend Savannah and her and I, there was this rule where um, we had to put our phones in the middle of the circle because we were like, we're at a party. 
we're not going to be on our phones. That was the rule for everyone there. But the first person to pick up their phone had to do something like a dare told by everyone else at the party. And then so we were going to call her mom and say, hey, can you pick us up? It's not going good. And so it was hard because if we picked up our phone, we would have to do something. So (laughs) it's actually kind of a funny story because we made up a lie that someone was in the hospital and so we had to call home to make sure everything was okay. And that's okay to get yourself out of bad situations if you have to tell a little white lie to keep yourself safe. And so they were like, oh yeah, totally, you can um, call home. And then we called and we were like, can you get us out of here? And her mom came to pick us up. Big shout out to Liz for that. Um, And then we explained everything to her and came home and then we had our own fellow New Year's party. But then later that night, it all went bad. The people texted us because we told their parents what was going on and they got in trouble and they got so mad at us. And so we stood up for ourselves and we were like, well, you guys weren't doing great things. And if you were to keep doing them, someone would have gotten hurt that night. And so we just wanted to keep you safe. And they, I don't know if all of them have completely forgiven us to this day. Probably not. And that's okay because... Yeah, but it was an uncomfortable situation, definitely. But we got out of there safe, and nobody got hurt that night. So it was good. Yeah, and that that's a great example because I think a lot of our kids get exposed to stuff like that where you think they're in a good, healthy environment and with good friends, and then the wrong group ends up showing up to the party or something mm-hmm. happens, and, and then things kind of go sour from there. So thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. story. So for me, when I was a teenager, I um, had gone to a party with some friends and we were up camping on the side of the mountain. Oh man. (laughs) And we were just all around and then all of a sudden, everybody started pulling out um, alcohol and drugs and all kinds of things and I just kind of sat there like oh this is not what I was expecting and so I asked to go home but by that time it was well into the evening night and everybody was high or drunk and so I had no way of getting home back then there was no cell phone so I couldn't call my family to come get me so I just slept on the side of the mountain and <laughs> got up and walked all the way down with no shoes on because I had uh, not hiking shoes on. So I just took my shoes off and hiked down the mountain with no shoes on and made my way down to a bus stop because I had my bus pass with me. and. One of my friends actually saw me and picked me up on the corner and took me home. And this friend of mine had never taken me home before, but knew exactly where I lived, which was really weird. And (laughs) the next day, the next time we were at school, I thanked him for taking me home. And he had no recollection of taking me home. So clearly I surrounded myself with really great people um, as a teenager, but I had boundaries set in my mind of what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. And so that kept me safe. That kept me from 
ending up like I all night long that night my friends were um asking me why are you doing this with us you're such a baby and they just kept peer pressuring me but I just had no desire to do any of that mm -hmm. and so yeah so had I not had a good healthy boundary at that point in my life then uh it could have turned out a lot worse mm -hmm. than hiking down the mountain barefoot <laughs> the next morning so that you know as a teenager it, you, you will get put into very uncomfortable situations sometimes and and whether it's your parent tries their hardest to keep you out of those situations or not it just sometimes it happens and there's nothing that you can do other than have a healthy boundary for yourself yeah and also a healthy relationship with your parents so you can learn from them and get advice and learn how your mom slept on the side of a mountain and hiked down barefoot to keep herself safe. But that is really important to be able to openly talk to them about it. So any teenagers listening, and if you don't have such a great relationship with your parents, work on that because it is so important because being able to talk to your parents about literally anything is the freaking best. And it's so important and so helpful because having there's some people you can't talk to about anything. And there's some people you can talk to about most things, but your own parents being that person you can talk to about everything is very awesome and important. Very important. Mm -hmm. And um, as an adult, being able to show those boundaries and having healthy boundaries for yourself will help your kids learn and understand what a healthy boundary is so that they can then mimic what behaviors and actions they need to take on as adolescents going into adulthood. Because we all know we were, we're all in bad situations, whether it's as a teenager or as an adult, um, even in work environments, sometimes there are situations that you get put in that are not comfortable and you have to put your boundary down to say, Nope, not happening. I'm not okay with this. And that's not comfortable even as an adult. So taking that time to really look deep inside yourself and find where you need to set boundaries for yourself or have a conversation with your kids and find out what boundaries they have for themselves. If you don't know what their boundaries are as a teenager or a, a kid, you're not going to be able to help them reinforce those boundaries, which will make it harder for them to enact those when hard situations do come up. So I would highly suggest really having that conversation with your, your kids and bringing this up to them, find out where their standards are right now. And also know that talking about boundaries and even uh, like showing that you have boundaries with someone it's not going to be comfortable and so don't beat yourself up for like oh this is so weird it's probably not weird for anyone else I'm just I need to get used to it I don't think it's ever going to be comfortable mm -hmm. having boundaries is not going to be a comfortable situation because it's just it's own it's your own personal respect and it can also be respect for others also mm -hmm. and it's just respectful in general to have boundaries and it's not going to be comfortable so don't worry if it's not comfortable because it's going to be weird and very uncomfortable <laughs> but it'll be worth it and very beneficial
Yes, absolutely. And even uh, at school, like with your teachers, if you know you learn better sitting up front mm -hmm. instead of sitting in the back, tell your teacher, set that boundary and say, you know, I really, I work better when I'm in the front uh, or I listen better or whatever. And giving that communication to your teacher helps them to better improve how they teach you. And, mm -hmm. it, and it helps your experience in school improve. Yeah, and I was actually doing a project in my science class, and the teacher said we could work with partners or work individually, and some of my friends were like, hey, Eddie, come work with us, and I was like, mm, if I work with you, I'm not going to get anything done, and I said that straightforward, and they were like, oh, okay. They were a little salty at me for it, <laughs> but I ended up getting the project done. And by myself, I'm a better individual worker because I hate group projects so much, usually just because I'm the only one that ends up actually doing work. Yeah. But that's a boundary of mine. Exactly. Anytime a teacher brings up a group project, I say, can I at least try? Do you think it's possible for me to get it done alone? Because I do not do well in groups because I, I usually end up very mean in groups and I feel bad for it but it's because everyone else is like talking the whole time and I can't stand it but yeah so I set that boundary with myself and with my teachers and with my friends and even if I do have to work with someone then I say okay I need you to do stuff and help out also and then it works yeah. and get an A on it and I'm happy boo boo <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's a great example, Patty. I love that so much. And, you know, you have to remember as a human being, you are not a doormat. Mm -hmm. And allowing yourself to have boundaries for yourself not only improves your own personal confidence, mm -hmm. but it helps people understand your limitations and they'll respect you a lot, you know, further down the road. And, it just overall, it's just such a better feeling and yeah, just know if you're in a place right now where you're, you're not setting boundaries for yourself, like I said earlier, just take inventory and see where you need to place some boundaries in your life. Um, whether you're an adult or a teenager, it's important. And Again, just make sure that you communicate with your kids, find out where their boundaries are so that you can help reinforce them as they get through life and help them understand the importance of it themselves. And um, I'm pulling up another thing. Um, also, having, like what I was saying, setting boundaries can be uncomfortable, but if you have boundaries, you'll be much more comfortable by knowing what you need to respect and what others need to respect. It'll be uncomfortable to set them, but you'll be more comfortable in general. And that's very good. Yes. So I want to end with another quote. Uh, this one is Brianna. I think it's pronounced least. It says your new life is going to cost you your old one. It's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction. It's going to cost you relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and understood, but it doesn't matter because the people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side and you're going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actually move you forward. And instead of liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of understood, you're going to be seen. And 
all you're going to lose is what was built for a person you no longer are. Let it go. Let it go. And um, with that, please know uh, you can always reach out to us on social media if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions. We appreciate you taking time to listen to us and support us. We look forward to doing our next episode. Mm -hmm. And yeah, have a super week. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Toodaloo. See ya. Bye.